0: What's the first question you'd, you'd ask them if we could get them? You might even know someone. You know, someone might know Tom Brady. You know, your daughter might have used to be his nanny or something like that. And you can put us in touch. That, that happened once. Remember we got Steve Hansen when Steve Hansen's, I think, nephew was listening to the show? And he got Steve Hansen on the show for us. It was fantastic. This is what we are. We're an afternoon's family in association with golf, fueling your mission all year round. There we go. Um, so... Elsewhere on the show today, Billy Fraser, I'm not 100% will get him. He said, try me, but he's just not sure what his timetable was today with his new indie team over there in the States, and he's only just arrived. So hopefully we'll get him. Uh, we're definitely going to chat to Paul Wilcox, uh, uh, Auckland Thoroughbred Racing boss, about how the Ellerslie upgrade is coming along and how did it fare through uh, these rainstorms that we've had. I fear for them. I really do fear for them. We're also hoping to get an Indigenous all-star on the show. They're training at the moment till one o'clock. We probably won't hear back till after one whether we're going to talk to them at two. But fingers crossed we can um, talk to them. And we have the chase today, and I can guarantee you I am not the chaser. I am not the chaser. Uh, we also have What's Making News somewhere in and around all of this. and uh, But the big one today, really important for us, interview, interview, golden ticket interviews. Who do you want us to get? What's the first question you'd ask them? And we'll do our best. We'll see what we can do. Compile it. We've been compiling our own lists, but I really want to hear who you want to hear from. It's your show just as much as ours. We'll go to the phones for Midday Madness.
1: Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness. Yeah.
0: Righto, let's go down to and Dino, g'day, Dean.
2: The rain stops there. Should be good for Friday, Saturday, Super saloons here. But the question I'd like you to ask it actually before the World Cup and then after the World Cup, ask Foster why he hung around. Mm. Because no one wants him there. I don't even reckon the players do.
0: Well... I don't actually – I just think you sad because I had a lot to offer. Why do you stay in any job? Because you think you can do it and you want a chance at redemption and all that sort of thing. And you'd have to say, Dino, you know, results-wise, at the end of the year, got the results except for that draw, really. Um, I mean, I'm probably in your – I think we're too far down to change coaches, but I know what you're saying about them. I know what you're saying.
2: He didn't get the results, mate. He got the right forward coach on board after he sacked his two mates. Like, who does that? Like, that's the only question people that love rugby want someone to ask him and see if we even pick up the fame. Well, I mean, I hope we go really well. I reckon this World Cup, it's there for the picking for whoever wants it. I think South Africa looking really good because they've got a settled squad, best captain in the world. France, I actually started watching that Five Nations just for a wee look. And... Yeah, they're, they're definitely beatable. Okay. Italy played, that it was a great game of footy. Mm. Ireland, oh, they're looking really good. But our team, so we haven't got a team. We've
3: mm.
0: got
2: some talent. We just don't have a team.
0: We don't play That's like a team fun. like Ireland do. I love watching Ireland play. They play as a whole cohesive unit. They don't really have standouts because as a collective, they're, they're just the green swarm. I love watching Ireland.
2: Mate, we used to be a black swarm. That's right. They've, everyone followed up. We still can. As soon as Razor, we get the news, he gets the job. You watch it change overnight. It'll change overnight. If Ian Smith was capable of doing, not Ian Smith, Bloody Wayne Smith was capable of doing what he did with those ladies. You watch. Put it this way: I think the Crusaders could beat France. I don't think the All Blacks can. Definitely not twice.
0: Yeah, fair comment. Fair comment. Got lots of calls, Dino. Thanks for kicking us off. Let's go down to Christchurch. Talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey.
4: Oh, Steffi, how are you? Good, mate. Hey, uh, I've, there's, there's three very guessable people, and there's three of them, and it's more because they just seem really interesting cats, and I just love to to work out their um, culture. So one would be Razor, um, obvious. Mm. Uh, one would be Eddie Jones, mm-hmm. um, and one would be the um, coach for the um, Breakers. Now, I don't really follow basketball that much, but again, I mean, he's done something quite incredible this year, so I guess the question would be, What's your philosophy on coaching? Heavy question to start. Good one. But eh? these guys seem to. I mean, Eddie in his first two years. I mean, Razor from whenever he's coached, and this guy is it Modi. Is that his name?
0: Modi Moore. Yep.
4: Yeah, I mean, they've got something going on. Very interesting in their heads and the culture that they bring. And I'd just be very curious to see how they bring out about.
0: I've had I've talked to Marty Moore a couple of times. First time really engaging. Last week not so because he's he's, he's in the middle of a season and he's so focused on yeah. the next game. You, you bring a good point. I might actually try and get Modi post season, and just tr- yeah. even try and get him in studio for half an hour and get his philosophy because he has he's unlocked something there and the, the and the collective nature of that team bringing him imports, and they play like they've been here for three or four seasons. That's coaching.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a, and I just think it's very fascinating, actually. And, and if you ever get Razor, just say, "What's been go- what goes on in your head?" <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> Razor
0: knows; he's such a freestyler. <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway, have a good show, mate.
0: Cheers, Mikey. Thanks, buddy. We go down to Parapara, Umu, Talk to Zane. G'day, Zane.
5: G'day, mate. Just notice I was out there supporting Goal today, promoting the image, uh, promoting the the sponsors there. Nice. Yes, I you on, on Twitter with you, mate. Oh, yes, you I saw that. Yes, thank end.
0: you. You're top man. Thank you very much.
5: I, um, quickly, a couple of points. The first one is about um, the, the interviews. I think the caveat is they get a truth serum and have to answer honestly. <laughs> um, that will make it more interesting. Yeah. Um, the guy I'd like, like you to get would be um, Cam Smith, Kiwi Caddy. I think it'd be a really interesting chat about, you know, this whole transition into the live golf, how he feels, with the way that they've looked after the caddies versus how the um, PGA did. I think that'd be a really interesting chat and getting to know a bit about Cam Smith. Mm-hmm.
6: Um,
5: but the other, other thing is um, the, the rugby. I still feel like we've got a bit of recency bias with everyone wanting um, Razor. We had this exact same conversation just before the last World Cup and everyone was saying the same things about Dave Rennie, mate. he delivered it at um, super rugby level He was basically turned down through lack of international experience. He's gone away and done that, and then in that time everyone's forgotten about what he achieved at Super Rugby and did exactly the same as Razor has, but has that international experience now. He'd be the first guy, or likewise with um, Jamie Joseph, with some of the things he's done with Japan. Mm -hmm. Logically, those two guys make more sense to me because Razor's never done anything outside Canterbury. Mm -hmm. That said, I'd be happy with it. Um, And the last point is, Merry Christmas, mate.
0: Christmas tomorrow, the rugby league finally kicks off for the Warriors. <laughs> I love it, mate. I love your passion for the Wawas. That's awesome. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. That's the Warrior holic. That Zane from Paraparaumu. We go to Upper Hut, Gary. G'day, Gary.
7: G'day, Steph. Hey, um, I'm going to go down the basketball line myself. I'd, I'd go with Stephen Adams, though. I'd love to hear from him. And the first question I'd have is, are you ever going to put that black singlet
0: on? I can tell you this. I've interviewed Stephen Adams once, and the proviso was I didn't ask that question.
7: Yeah, he's got to talk at some stage, though, doesn't he? And, and, I, and he I, think he on, what, I think he will.
0: I think he will. What's his I think his beef is with, and again, speculation. Uh, New Zealand basketball won't say, and he won't say. Speculation is the way he was treated when he was a young fella with no support, no assistance, no nothing.
8: Yeah, and then he made something of of
0: himself. Yeah, made something of himself, and then say, "Oh, come back!" And he's like, "You didn't want to know me then. Why should I know you now?" And different people react differently, don't they?
7: Yeah, but I mean, come on, let's get over it. You know, um, yeah, life's tough, and okay for him, it wasn't great. Mm. Then. Get there, get that profile back for New Zealand basketball and make it better. Mm. He, he's got, actually got that power. I, I think it would be really great to hear from him. Because, I mean, I mean, the guy's a superstar. And, you know, New Zealand basketball could really do with a person like him on board. I'm not even a basketball fan. But, yeah, I, I think that, you know, if he, if you had to ask him a question, he had to answer, honestly, I think it would be, would be very interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, rest assured, every time he comes to New Zealand, I try and get him. Uh, but you've got yeah, to go through yeah. through about three levels of minders. He's very hard to get to, but I did get to him once. Oh, I imagine. I did get yeah. to him once, and, um, yeah, I had a talk to him, but I, he wouldn't do a radio interview, so there you go. i try. Yeah. I'll oh, keep well. trying, though.
7: Keep trying. I will.
0: <laughs> good on you, Gary. All right. Have a good show. Cheers, buddy. Uh, we go to Zade from Auckland, of course. Uh, Zade, you want me to interview... Israel Adesanya, John Jones, uh, Dustin Poirier. Who do you want me to interview?
4: I don't think I don't know if it would be possible, but Bruce Buffer would be the most ever entertaining interview ever. Mate, I like that. I like Buffer. Imagine him. Hey, Steffi, how's it going? (laughs) It's It's
6: time. I could, say to him, do you know,
0: I could say to him, "Do you know what the time it is in New Zealand?" He go, "No," and I go,
4: "It's time." That'd... They reckon that they, they reckon one time he got so hyped calling the fighters, he apparently gets tore his whole ACL apart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would be your first question you'd want me to ask Bruce Buffer?
4: How high does your heart rate go when you're calling when you're when you're announcing a fight?
0: Okay, I like that.
4: And um, there, but there is a blues that we 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 need to hear from on um the radio, and that's Rico Ioani. And I've already got a question: mm. Does he rather playing thirteen or fourteen? And um, how does he feel his rise to fame was, was playing? Uh, he's like being one of the youngest ever All Blacks. So I reckon um, he is the interview that you need to get on the um show from the blues this year.
0: All right, I'll work on that, mate. It's Rico. I will work yeah. on that. Thank you. All right, mate. There we go. You ask, I will try and deliver people. 0800 150 811 is the number. So, so far, we've got Ian Foster. Why did you hang around? Razor, Eddie Jones, Modi Moore, your philosophy on coaching. Cam Smith's caddy. I quite like that. He's actually been on the station before, I think, on breakfast, um, talking about caddying for Cam Smith, but that was pre-live golf. I like that. Stephen Adams, when he comes to New Zealand, I try every time, people, and I'll keep trying. Uh, Bruce Buffer, I like that. I, I'd back myself to be able to get him, actually. I'm going to give that one a whirl. Enrico Yuani, I'll put in a request for the Blues, and I'll say, anytime, any day, in studio, and leave it open and see if we can get him on. I might actually go through someone I know that's mates with him and see if we can make that happen. And we had a whole lot of texts as well with some um, interview suggestions. So if you can't manage to get on the phone, which is 0800 150 811, the temper bedpost text machine is always available to you for anything you want. Um, that is double eight double three.
8: Just quickly on the um, Bruce Buffer thing, you know those, uh, you know Swish and those kind yep. of websites. Uh, Bruce Buffer's on one of those, and he will do you a whole introduction. So if you send him through a little, you know, a little spiel about you or your mate that you want him to video, it, um, he will put a whole video on, you know, fighting out of Palmerston North, <laughs> you know, um, and someone <laughs> hired him to do a breakup. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was like it's time for Tim to move on <laughs> you're out of here how heartbreaking would
0: that be oh that will be devastating alright so give us a yelp who's your favourite interview that we can try and track down 0800 150 811 we'll take a break we'll come back we've got Darren from Aussie on the line we'll get to him and join in who's some interviews you want from us this year uh, Ken's just texted in and said NZRU have responded to the raises saying process of next coach is not Im- imminent or immediate, one of those two, um, so they've, re- they've reacted, I appreciate that Ken but they should front foot, not react, You know that, that's what I'd like to see, anyway we go to Melbourne, talk to Darren, g'day Darren Hey Steffi, how are you? Good thanks Darren
3: Oh, my wish listed and I know this is you said not to ring him with these, but in a perfect world, Roger Federer I think would be <laughs> would be great, but yeah, that's not that's not realistic. I'm um,
0: writing him down. I'm writing him down, you never know.
3: But one I think could be realistic, John McEnroe'd be pretty good. Yeah. He'd have a few yarns.
0: Boy, would he? Jeepers. Imagine well, I'd um, I'd just about soil myself if John McEnroe said yes, he'll come on the show.
3: <laughs> well, you you never know. Like he's probably, you know. He comes out to the Oz Open, even though he didn't make it this year. But um, but on another thing, maybe a Super Rugby piece. Where are they now? Where are these players now? Like a Rodney Soiello, what's he up to? What's Ben Smith up to? What's Reg Goods up to? Um, you know, yep. players that are not playing anymore, any franchise. I'd love anything like that. What, what are they doing now? What are they... You know what yep. are they doing after rugby. I've I actually, I've
0: actually got a new segment that we're working on behind the scenes at the moment, which will probably tick a lot of those boxes. I don't really want to nice. give too much away, but um, it's a concept that's going to take quite a bit of work behind the scenes. But once we have got it going, it should all fall into place. But very much along those lines.
3: Oh, okay, oh, that's great because I mean it's great when they're in the limelight, but these guys, you know, us old fellas. We, we, we're sort of curious to see how they're, what they're up to. Yeah, we
0: did a few at the end of last year with, um, just trying to think, we did Mark Ramby. We did, um, gosh, why did their names escape me? Um, the guy that's opened the gym in Pukakaui who was forced out through injury. Another guy's got a pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company and opened it just before COVID hit, and he was supplying hand sanitizer before COVID was even here. And his business is exploded. <laughs> yes. Mitch Graham was it that too? That was. So yeah, we've had some, but we're going to start those again next week as well. Thanks to the rugby players' associations, a bit of a where are they now as well. Not the rock stars like the Super Rugby and NPC players. Really interesting stories.
3: All okay. oh, good, mate. Yeah,
0: any of them? That, that, that's great. Good on you. Awesome. Thanks, Staffy. Have a good one. Cheers, Darren. You too. As always, yeah, it's thank fine. you for calling. We go to Simon from Hamilton. G'day, Simon.
1: G'day, Steffi. Um, I'm thinking not too unachievable, and he's probably been on. I'm not sure who he was, but I think you need to get Ryan Fox on. Yep. He's short he's from before he goes to the Masters. Uh, Three-part question. Um, did... Uh, how did they enjoy playing with Rory? Yep. Did he, learn, did he learn anything off Rory? And did he enjoy the fist bump that Rory gave him after he stuffed it inside Rory's close P shot on the past three? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm giving away a few trades. I'm actually going to try and get him in studio uh week after next. He gets back, I think he gets back on the 14th. Of February. I've been in touch with him. He is coming back on the 14th. I need him to sign a painting for a charity auction. He said, Good as gold. So I'm going to try and get him to come into the studio to sign the painting and then nab him for half an hour and chuck him on, him, on the mic. Yeah. We'll see how we go.
9: Keep us informed if you get it. Yeah, I will. When you get
0: it. Definitely when. There we go. When. I like it. Cheers, buddy. Um, Good stuff. I, I'm. I'm actually so pleased with the reaction. I've got a lot of texts, which I'll get to, but they manage the, the calls first, so we'll go to the next one. Uh, Joey. G'day, Joey.
1: G'day, Staff. Yeah, look, um, I would, uh, in an ideal world, I'd like to get uh, to get on this one a Smithy, if you could get on Harry Kane and ask him if he's going to Manchester United. But that, that may not happen, but, <laughs> but with the Ryan Fox, um, with the Ryan Fox, uh, yeah, I'd love to have him on and just ask him... Um, with a caddy, uh, does he have his own caddy all the time, or and and how much? Do, not not so much. How much do they get, or how much does a caddy earn, you know, uh, per year? Or do they have their, do they have different caddies, caddy, you know, caddies from and different tournaments? You know, I know I know some of the like Roy McIlroy has his own caddy. I don't know whether Ryan Fox does, and th- that's a question I, I just like to know. I know they do. They love but um, yeah, just a, something like that. If he if he could, as I say, I would love to get on Harry Kane and ask him if he's going
5: to the mighty
8: Manchester
0: United. <laughs> that would really upset I mean, uh, but uh, yeah. Just but, on, uh, just on the caddies, a basic caddy contract yeah. is five percent of winnings, ten percent of majors. Um, but the bigger caddies will put. Uh, sorry, the bigger players will put caddies on a retainer plus percentage. So it was reported when Steve Williams was with Tiger Woods, he was on a million dollars a year, plus 5% and 10% of regular tour and majors. So the caddies for the big rock stars, um, they are fully immersed. It's a 24 7 job. They're away from home continuously, but they get well remunerated. Yeah.
1: Just on, just on that too, Steph, just on the, the All Blacks, if, 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 the, if the All Blacks that are playing now, they want to go to um, you know, make some money in Japan and that, that's fine. As far as I'm concerned, they can go. But um, don't don't double dip. You know what I mean? Mm. In my opinion, if you want to go, you go and don't become an All Black again. Don't try to say, oh, I want to get back into the All Blacks. I mean, that's how I look at it. I think too many of them are going. And look, I'm, I know they're trying to look after themselves. I don't have a problem with that. But... Um, you know, everyone, as I've said to you on the station before step everyone that has come back has never been the same player before they left.
0: They take a long but time to get back, day, back up to speed, don't they? They take a long time. Yep, good on you. Always good chatting, Joey. Well, Cheers, bud. Um, one more call before the news. Uh kia ora, Ed. Kia ora, my bro. bro.
9: Get Graham
1: line and ask him why he um, called me too big and the schoolboy carries. That's a big chip on my
0: shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> get over it, Ed. But anyway, <laughs> that's all I said. <laughs> Come on, thanks, Ed. OK, Graham Lowe, why didn't you pick Ed? Why did you say he was too big? Don't you want big in your rugby league? Ah, some great ideas. Some great ideas. Um, get Villandes on and explain the standoff with the players. Thanks, staff. Patrick, Auckland City. Do you think Peter Velandis would take our call? Got a bit on. Yeah, he, he's, he's pretty busy. Like he, he almost single-handedly saved the NRL during COVID. He was belligerent. And he ruffled feathers. But without that belligerence, who knows where the NRL would be now? He also turned around Victorian racing. That was just about belly up, and he turned it around, somehow convinced the government and tourism sectors to pour in millions and saved it, and now look at it, it's flying. So like him or not, his his modus operandi, he can be quite divisive, but you can't argue with his results. And the one that's in front of of him at the moment is a huge challenge. And it's like, is he prepared to put the ego and belligerence aside to get a resolution? I don't know if he's got it in him. Andrew Abdo probably has. I can only imagine the conversations between Abdo and Valandis. It'd be it's such a sticky situation, and we're still none the wiser. And it's been going for a while now. We should try and get Clint Newton, actually, who's the rugby players' uh, rep, whether we could get him on to talk to us. Um,
8: he was on uh, two weeks ago with uh, Stephen McIver. Was he? Yeah. Um, just basically outlining what it was that the RLPA was asking for, because at that time this was before the green squares on social media and all that. Before yes. anyone actually knew what they were on about. So, um, well, an update. It's, Let, uh, yeah, definitely.
0: Let's try and get him. Okay. All right. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Still happy to take your calls uh, after the break. Your dream. Your dream interview subjects that we can i have got a good chance of getting. And what's the question you'd want us to ask as well? I've got a great list on the text machine, which I'll get to as well. But don't be afraid to give us a yell 0800 150 811. Back after the news.
2: Vodafone has one awesome summer of sport lined up for you.
6: Making SENZ news this hour, the West Papua National Liberation Army has claimed responsibility after a New Zealand pilot was taken hostage. Reuters says the group stated the man won't be released until the Indonesian government acknowledges the independence of West Papua. Time's running out for rescue teams in Turkey and Syria who've been working through the night in freezing conditions to try and find survivors from the deadly earthquakes that have left 7,800 dead, with fears that number could rise above 20,000. And up to 1,000 new homes could be on the way for Dunedin after new sites were rezoned for greenfield developments. For all the latest news from rural New Zealand, download the Rural Roundup podcast on the SENZ app. Radio.NZ Sport is coming up.
2: Download the SENZ app today and listen live or catch up on anything you
4: missed from your favourite show.
6: The Breakers were largely overlooked at the Aussie NBL Awards last night in Melbourne despite their resurgence to nail second spot in the regular season. But import guard Barry Brown Jr. was recognised as the best sixth man and paid tribute to coach Moti Moore.
10: You got to credit Coach Modi and uh, uh, and, and, and those guys for uh, get, getting us all together. We, we came in together when we all have uh, one common goal just to win games. And uh, we put our egos and pride to the side and uh, things like that for the betterment of the team. And I think it's working.
6: More inside 30 on SENZ.
10: All the big moments from the
8: world of sport. SENZ Radio, WNZ. Waterforce, your local water management partner.
6: Cloudy periods across Auckland with a few showers. Southwesterly's picking up during the afternoon. 24 the high, down to 17 overnight. Catch live commentary from the first Australia-India cricket test starting tomorrow on SENZ.
1: Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness.
8: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I really do appreciate the calls that have been coming in and the text messages as well. I've just sort of realised the rural roundup is on half the state, well, probably three-quarters of the station. So uh, the listeners uh, that are hearing me right now, which is the main metropolitan areas, I think might just be Auckland and Wellington. No, Mikey's listening because he was Christchurch. Maybe he's an app listener. I don't know. There's so many ways you can listen to us. Uh, do get the app. Um, it's a, it's probably the best way to listen. Um, and you can regionalise it too. Um, Zaid's texted in another one and said, Sean Marks from the Brooklyn Nets. Hard man to get a hold of, but we've got the New Zealand card, so we should be able to get him. Let's, let's maybe try and work on him. Um, I think he's in
8: the country too. I saw him sideline at a breakers game maybe a week or two ago. Oh, did you?
0: Mm. Why would he be here now?
8: Probably just sick of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Had it a
8: full Might have been a couple of weeks ago, to be fair.
0: Yeah. Sean Marks, okay, he's going to write him down. I have got so many notes, and I've only written the names that's come out from the phone calls, and I've already got a page.
8: I'm actually pretty good mates with Duke Nowitzki, so maybe I could ask him if he knows Sean Marks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Duke Nowitzki, yeah, you'll never forget that. Um,
8: Won't let anyone else either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someone said, surely you have to get the real Wayne Bennett on for staff. Yeah, I had the fake one on last year. Um, One of the highlights of the show last year was I got... Punked by Wayne Bennett impersonator. I don't know if you heard that, Manai. Did you hear me get punked?
8: Absolutely, I did. We were do- setting up for a show we were doing from Mount Smart Stadium ahead of the Warriors playing that same day. Right. And when we heard Wayne Bennett was on the show, we couldn't believe it. Beaver was pacing around the little box where I only said, how the hell did he get Wayne Bennett? How the hell did he get Wayne Bennett? We were all enthralled. And then um, when, uh, what was it? Was it, Katie Brown? Katie Brown. He came on and said, staff, that's an impersonator, mate. Uh, <laughs> it got all of us. It was just magnificent. Yep.
0: And I wasn't even pooey about it because I was hook-lined and saying, you just got to take it on the chin. Speaking of great interviews last year, that guy that's on TV now, Frank Nobolo, one of my favourite interviews we've done. Just brilliant. Uh, give us a yell, 0800-150-811. Uh, get through a couple of text messages. Uh, LeBron James, what's it like to be the greatest scorer in history? Simon, I'd love to get LeBron. I just can't see it happening. Not saying I won't try. Uh, Staffi, I'd like to get Ben Stokes. We're working on Ben Stokes as we speak, Ken. We are working on Ben Stokes. We've been in touch with England's media manager. Um, so Who knows? might be able to get Ben Stokes, but we are trying that. That goes on my list, though. Definitely goes on my list. 0800 150 All about the calls. We go to Dunedin and say day to Cliff. day, Stabby. How are you this afternoon? Great, thanks, Cliff.
10: Hey, good, that's good. Hey, uh, I'd like to hear from David White or Stead, our New Zealand cricket coach, on... Anything about New Zealand cricket going forward? Are we allowed to use players that aren't, have, don't have central contracts? Or well, the guys that haven't got central contracts, who previously did play for New Zealand, the likes of De Grand and and Bolt, that we can play guys who haven't got a contract, who haven't played before. So we can pick guys who haven't got a contract but we won't play them, we'll play them, but we won't pick bowl toward the ground home. And I'd like to ask David White, where does he see New Zealand cricket going? Because to me, they're very short on information. You know, we've got two World Cups, we've got the girls over in South Africa at the moment, and there's been very little about from New Zealand cricket uh, on with, with you guys. It's just a shame that... There's only occasionally there'll be one of the girls who plays or maybe somebody involved in the women's game, but New Zealand cricket seems to be very, very quiet at the moment about anything regarding uh, teams going forward, players going forward, you know, competitions. The India problem, sending back the coach, the bowling coach, the captain, the captain of the test side, all coming home when we were playing the one-day World Cup in that... uh, area later in the year, Mm -hmm. for some reason we decided we'd bring them all back but we don't hear anything from management of New Zealand cricket about why that happened or whether it was they saw it it was a need or why Bolt can't play because they don't deem him because he hasn't signed a contract but other guys can get plenty of time off e.g. Kane Williamson he seems to be able to miss series with injuries then he'll play for the and they go over and play in India, they'll come back as uh, injured or won't play again in another series. So to me, Bolt was one of the first picked in the team and he should have been given as much leeway as they could to keep him in that side playing. He could have been playing against England, but we we don't know the answer because no one was able to answer the question to them, were
0: they? No, and again, speculation is I've heard that Trent Bolt's been told he won't play Test cricket for New Zealand unless he's got a contract, um, and whether that was to call his bluff or try and make him sign a contract or whatever, I don't know. But again, speculation, but that's what I've been told.
10: But there's other players that get picked to, to play in a Test match who haven't got a central contract,
0: that's right, or play one day
10: cricket. so you don't have, to have a contract you don't have to have a contract to play for New Zealand. Now, it looks to me that like because Bolt wouldn't sign one and he probably wasn't given enough leeway to go and play in other leagues, he could have probably played half the games for New Zealand and still gone and played in the these bits and pieces or, you know, other stuff. But he wasn't given that chance. Uh, they were happy. They probably thought we'd done enough recently for these guys and maybe they do earn good money or whatever. But at the end of the day, if we want to keep progressing as, as a top-tier nation in the top three or four, We've got to play our best players. We can't let guys uh, not play because we, they haven't signed a contract or we'll give them too much time off. You know, going to India and losing three, all those series, even though we say, oh, we should have called it a development side. It should have been the New Zealand A team. sending it away as the official black caps without management, coaching and senior players, you know, especially with other guys that we didn't pick you know, we look like a pretty under underwhelming sort of a team to go away in that, especially when the World Cup's there. So, you know, if David White's, you know, he's been in that job for about 15 years now. Time he moved on. Time they freshened the whole place up. Stead as well. If they're going to split the teams up and have a 2020 management and team, they need to be separate, you know, from the test side. You know, to me, it's, it's it, they're just trying to get everything out of nothing at the moment. And that it's just... Just not working for me, and mm. I, I'm sure for a lot of other people who are follow good followers of New Zealand cricket.
0: Yeah, I think uh, most people would agree with you as well. We just need a bit of a cl- bit more clarity, bit more communication. Um, I'm with you. So I've written down David White slash Gary Stead I've written them down.
10: Yeah, well, hopefully they're sitting at home uh, resting up. For for the series coming,
0: yeah, <laughs> it's going to be an awesome series. Having said all of that, what an awesome series that's going to be! Good to have, have you on it, as <laughs> always. Great chatting. One more call before we take a break, Graham Marlborough, formerly Northland. G'day, Graham.
9: G'day, Steph. Um, two or three quick things. Has Amy Saituate put a name forward for the Wipl? Because if, if she hasn't, she should. She I think she'd be a good buy either as a player, coach, or, you know, she's a bit of a waste of a talent, I think.
0: I think she's moved mm-hmm. into coaching domestically. I think she's part of the coaching system of the Canterbury women's team. I might be wrong. I'm just going yeah. off a very still, foggy yeah. memory.
9: Yeah. She's still playing for them too. So she mm. had a 75 the other day. So I think she'd be a good buy for someone over there. Yeah. Um, the people I'd like to get would be Glenn Moore and and find out what what exactly went on in that tour, what what was said? Because there's all sorts of speculation still, and 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 I feel sorry for the way the end result. You know, the end the end result for him. Yeah. I think you know you and anybody could have got that team to the semi-finals of the women's world cup. Just look at our pool. There was no one in our pool, so you and I could have done it, mate. Mm. Just tell him to run the just tell him to run the bloody ball. Yeah. So we, we would have got to the semi-finals, and then after that it was, yeah game on the heavy one i'd like to have the answer and the other one after what's happened this morning with razor the interview who knows if he's going to get the coaching job but if he doesn't uh i'd like to know was he offered a contract last year because there's all again there's all sorts of speculation you know poor uh gregor report gregor paul says he was and if it wasn't for that South African one Foster was sacked, blah, blah, blah. So I'd really like to know. We'll probably never find out. But if he doesn't get the job, it'd be good to – he'd probably tell us, actually.
0: Mm, I think he um, would. If, if he was, doesn't get it, I think he would.
9: I mm. think he would tell us. And, and someone mentioned you know earlier, the earlier caller, that Razor's done nothing. I don't know, he makes six or seven titles. He took an under-20 team to a world title. Took the barbarians and gave our team a whoop a whooping at the end of last year. Dave Rooney's got a thirty eight percent success rate with Australia. I know who I'd rather have coaching the All Blacks, mm. and it's, it's not Dave Rennie at the moment. Yeah, or, but I'd go. But Jamie Joseph would be. I'd I'd handle him. I think he'd he'd make a good All Black coach.
0: Yeah.
9: But yeah, I, I hope Razor gets it. But
0: yeah. We won't it's, hurt it's, our breath. It's race. a
9: bit of honesty, right? Like, right. Like the right. Like the last caller said some bloody honesty would be good, eh? Yeah, avoid- we pay their wages, mate. Do they forget that we pay their wages?
0: <laughs> we need to remind <laughs> we them. We
9: subscriptions and, mm-hmm. you know, we go to the te- games, we go to the tests, we subscribe and all the rest. We listen to this show. Uh, money, you know, they get money from sponsors through us. We pay their wages, man. But honestly, honest, it would be really nice.
0: Mm. I hey, a- that's
9: me, mate. Have a good show. All- awesome staff, as always. Take care Gee- easy, brother.
0: Cheers, buddy. There's Graham, Um out of Marlborough, formerly in Northland, back in a mo. Righto, got a bunch of texts to get through and some great ideas. One from Kimberly says, One of the Warriors spokespeople was talking about junior development the other day. He mentioned a group house they have set up for the development players. I'd be interested to know more about how that works, what they do daily, who runs the house, values, challenges, diet, daily routines, further education and getting to training. Kimberly you're like my research assistant. That's exactly the sort of stuff I like doing. So that's going into the folder. That's getting written down. Uh, g'day, Steph. I'd love to hear from Corey Anderson. I think Corey Anderson's in the States, isn't he? Developing cricket in the States. I think that's where he is. Corey, 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 Corey Anderson. He bats and balls. That's Corey Anderson. Sean Marks, another one for Sean Marks. And Russell Coates from PD. I'll get to work on the Russell Coates one. I've got an avenue in there. Uh, an interview with Steve War and how do you beat India at home? He loves India and was at the helm the last time Aussie won the BGT. What's that? Bought a Gavaskar trophy. Okay, Steve War, and here's another one asking for Steve War. Uh, Staffy, I'd like a, I'd like a good interview with the man with thirty four thousand first class runs. 103 first-class hundreds. Glenn Turner on more aggressive test matches. England are doing. Stephen, good shout. It's great ideas coming in from you, fine folk. Um, Staffy, it's a wonder that Zaid from Bluesland didn't want you to interview the whole Blues team. Uh, that's from Kanu, Hurricane Land. <laughs> I'm not surprised. He'd like that. We should have a Blues hour. Um, where else have we got what about asking Peter Hanscom if fielding with sandpaper in your undies hurts (laughs) Um, from Adam any of the Kiwi golfers kicking butt overseas Foxy, Lids, Dan Hillier, Steve Elker I've tried incessantly for Steve Elker he leaves me on scene and he talks to breakfast I'm not bitter but he's going well Yeah, Dan Hillier might be able to get to actually he had a good he had a good three rounds in the last tournament in the World Tour. Um and Zaid wants Alexander Volkanovsky. Can you get him on the show? I probably need him before this weekend, Zaid, eh? Because I reckon after this weekend he might have trouble talking. Bang. I love Volk. Oh, I love Volkanovski. Um Dave Dillon. Ask him why the All Blacks take so long to transition back into New Zealand footy. Also get him to talk you through how rugby works in Japan. Given he took Kobe from the bottom of the champi- uh, cha- championships the first year with the club, he'd have a lot of good info. Yes, and I actually know him. I can probably get him on. I hadn't even thought of that. It's amazing the people you know and you're you know you're just under the pump all the time trying to find things. So Dave Dillon, that's a great shout. Very good shout. Thank you. That's uh, Zane has come up with that one. So double eight, double three, text in your suggestions. Um, probably out of time for a phone call now. Um, and someone's just said the All 2023 test schedule came out yesterday and it goes around the FIFA Football Women's World Cup. And I think that's why I also read yesterday that this is the first year since 1976 that the All aren't going to play at Eden Park this calendar year, and that'll be to do with the FIFA World Cup. Anyway, we'll come back, we'll wrap it up, and I'll preview what's coming up for the rest of the show. Uh, coming up very soon after the news, we're going to be joined by two-time Paralympic gold medalist in the long jump, Anna Grimaldi. There is a big meet on this week, there's a few, actually. There's a couple in New Zealand, one in Australia. It really is the peak time for track and field in New Zealand and in Australia. And, of course, uh, remember we spoke to Sam Tanner... I'm going to say last week, maybe the week before. And then he's just broken records deluxe over in the US. Um, thought he was going to win and he got dipped on the line, but uh, ran the third fastest time. Track and field's on the rise in New Zealand, I feel like. that The times, the class of athlete, the youngsters coming through, um, including in the para sports as well. So one of our best-performed para track and field stars, Anna Grimaldi will join the show after one. If you've got any questions for her, actually, um, I'd be really keen to to get them involved. And I've loved having your input over the last hour. Really, really awesome ideas, which we are going to definitely take on board and make it a note of all of them. So questions for Anna Grimaldi, our Paralympian two-time gold medalist in the long jump. She'll join the show after one. Get your messages, get your questions in double We'll be back after Johnny Mac.